Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I'm Jeremy Carl on Piers Morgan Uncensored and coming up on tonight's program. Missing in action with the Bank of England forced to step in to prevent economic catastrophe, we ask the simple question, where is our new Prime Minister as Trustonomics continues to crash the pound? With interest rates expected to peak as high as 6%, UK lenders are halting hundreds of mortgage deals, leaving first-time buyers stranded and thousands unable to afford their repayments. Is that a U-turn we see on the horizon? I wonder why. And has Strictly Come Dancing become the BBC's latest woke box-ticking exercise? Tonight, some of its former stars and why it's clear the show now values inclusion over entertainment. Live from London, this is Piers Morgan Uncensored with Jeremy Kyle. Good evening, my friends. From London, this is Piers Morgan Uncensored. I'm still Jeremy Kyle, back for two days only, not, of course, by popular demand, but because his lordship decided that he wanted to go to Scotland and play golf. Now, I had two options. I could follow him to Scotland, presumably in a lorry, and search for his balls in thigh-high rough in a rainy and windy Scottish golf course and end up looking like that idiot over there. Or I could sit here in a warm and dry studio and talk to you about things that, frankly, really matter. Hmm, what did I decide? Yes. I wanted to ask you this tonight. What do you think the last few days have meant? We were promised, were we not, a tax-cutting mini-budget that would herald a new era for Britain. It's a new era, all right, just one that none of us wanted or, frankly, even begin to understand. I, like you, thought things couldn't get any worse with this cost-of-living crisis. How wrong we were. Truss and Quateng have managed to create their own financial crisis, which is some achievement given they've only been 22 days in the job. Today, The Spectator sums up the new PM and Chancellor quite nicely. Their incompetence would be laughable, they say, if it wasn't so serious. Today, the Bank of England had to step in to calm markets that haven't been this volatile since the financial crisis of 2008. We hear the pound has tumbled to an all-time low against the dollar. But you know what? It would be easy to make it all about markets, wouldn't it, and economics and bankers. For me, let's talk about the impact on you. Have you got a mortgage? Do you know that your repayments could go up by more than 300 quid a month on a £200,000 mortgage? Maybe you're renting because you can't afford to get on the ladder. Payments will then rise as well because landlords will struggle to absorb sky-high mortgage costs. Add into that pensions, petrol, food, energy, everything, right? Nobody, it seems, will be immune from this almighty cock-up. Tory MPs, we hear, already, after 22 days, putting in letters of no confidence in trusts. And who can blame them? And best of all... Labour rubbing their hands with glee. If they had planned this, they couldn't have done a better job themselves. They will, we, from what we hear, they could march to power quite 
quietly, right, without even saying anything. But whatever happens, my friends, one thing is for sure, it will be you, it will be me, it will be all of us who will be paying the price. So, we're going to start tonight. It's the first time in a while. It's a warm welcome to Jez's Journos, uh, my good friend. Uh, it says here, talk TV legend, Richard Tice. <laughs> Richard, good, good evening. evening. Uh, political commentator Marina Perk is 12 days from giving birth, but still proving she is... <laughs> Desperate to be with me. And the Daily Mirror's associate editor, Kevin McGuire. Been a while. How are we? Yeah, very well, very well. You are, know. are you all right? I'm absolutely fine. 12 days. Raring to go. The boys and I are quite worried. Can you imagine if this happened <laughs> no, no live? No sudden on... movements. <laughs> no sudden movements. Let's start with Liz Truss, if we can, Marina. Mm -hmm. Where is she? She tweeted five minutes ago, by the way. Congratulations to Georgia Maloney on her party's success in the Italian elections. What about. The disaster that's befallen it's the United Kingdom. Good to know Kingdom. that, though. So, yeah. so Georgia's not a friend. She's the jury's not out for Georgia. No. That even though there are, you know, Mussolini sort of tendencies. And well, lovely. Let's, that's let's good not talk know. Italian <laughs> politics. Let's just say that in 22 days, and I, to be perfectly honest, was quite vocal about, you know, Sunak would never be trusted by the Tory faithful because he was deemed as the person that knifed Boris Johnson. What has gone on? She's absolutely fluffed it. 22 days in, and I don't know how she could have actually done any. Worse, we are basically living in the petri dish of what is um, sort of think tank dreamers' dream. So you've got to bear in mind all of the people that have got Liz Truss's ear at the moment come from these dodgily funded think tanks like the, the Institute of Economic Affairs, for example. Got somebody on they... from that later. Oh. Well, just maybe ask them about their funding, cos that's uh, an interesting question. <laughs> well, you stay around, <laughs> you can do that for me, cos they're not going to shout at a pregnant woman, are they? <laughs> they might do. Richard, I mean, it's, honestly, it's extraordinary. No, it's, it's an utter catastrophe. And, of course, it's a double whammy that people forget, because on Wednesday they announced they had to have an energy price freeze. They did it completely the wrong way. They ignored my sound advice. So they've essentially put another 100 to 150 billion quid on the taxpayer, and that's going to last six to nine months. The market knows that. Putin's gas taps are turned off. That's now been sabotaged, so that's going to make that worse. And then they cut the wrong taxes. It's right to go for growth. It's right to cut taxes for the lowest paid, the least well-off, and for small businesses. They've done the opposite. It's an absolute catastrophe. The markets have realised it. It's hard to know where it goes from here, uh, but it's, it's incredibly, incredibly bad. And what's happened today is the Bank of England has had to step in and buy bonds because the pension markets are in absolute meltdown through very complex reasons. Kevin, been a while. Great to see you, pal. Yeah. Um, just back from the, the Labour Party conference. Um, it, it, it seems, as I said in introduction, the, the Tories have messed this up so magnificently yeah. that, that Labour could literally... I mean, the latest opinion poll, 17 17, ..could just walk quietly to power without saying anything. They can't believe their luck. In truth, and for Labour to win, the Tories, the Conservatives, the government has to do badly, and it is just screwed up massively. Mm. And a strong, confident leader will be out now explaining what they did, trying to reassure the markets. But Liz Truss is probably locked in her bedroom with the curtains closed, uh, just hiding, hiding away. It's absolutely incredible. She is not out fronting... This I know. And, 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 you know, we had all the Boris stuff, right? I, a senior Tory said today, I thought that Boris Johnson's government was a catastrophe. Mm. The first 22 days are the worst ever. This just in from the government. The government is preparing plans for major cost-cutting across all departments to help balance the budget. I thought we were going to buy... I but thought it, we were going to spend billions more on the armed forces and but, stuff. But if they'd said that on Friday, the markets would actually have understood it. And, look, there's loads of ways for government spending that should be cut. That's the way... Look, every household is looking at the budget and say, I need to save five quid and a hundred. 
If the government did the same to every manager of every department, you save 50 billion I'm sorry, quid. Richard, I'm sorry, we've just, we're about to have this bonfire of EU regulations. What Excellent. Do you think, what Good do you news. think? I know you're a fan, but what do you think that's going to do for Whitehall Resource? Do you think that's, that's really at the time that it we It means we can get rid of back? a load of unnecessary civil servants because they've got do less you regulations do you to monitor. Actually, what what's we need happen? to implement the change. Exactly. The change you, yeah, well, the change you trigger, but that change you do. Cut the regulations. Can I ask you all a question, right? And treat me like the idiot I am. Start with you, Kev, right? So, the basis of what they did last week was to infuse, be it bankers or successful business people, in the major financial cities of this country to come here, make money, and that would trickle down. Not something that was going to happen overnight, right? What they did was they cut tax on anybody owning over, I think it was 155 grand. Yeah. Did nobody go, on, on a serious note, and I suppose, you know, in the past you'd say, is he a Conservative? Probably I was. Did nobody go, hold on a minute, the people, the jams, the just about managing, those people who are really, really struggling, how in the name of God are these people in the middle of a crisis that they can't afford to pay almost anything, how are they going to react to the fact that the richest are getting tax cuts and we're not? I don't get that. Yeah, no, it's political suicide, un undoubtedly. Just they, did, they did not think it through, it's... but it's driven by dogma. They want, and actually this is where Brexit was always intended to lead for them, to reduce the size of the state to have lots of deregulation and cut tax on the very richest. Well, you do that, people are going to say it's fundamentally unfair. But the way they did it, they're increasing spending, reducing taxes, the sums don't add up. It's not a magic money tree. It's, 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 a, it's a whole forest of them that have given a shake. So you can see why the rest of the world is... Can saying, I just this say... This is crazy. The, the reason I agree with you, Richard, and you surprised I'm saying that, is you can't expect the majority of working-class people on people on lower wages to understand it's... a government that says we're cutting the... God, I sound like a socialist. Cutting the taxes Welcome. of the richest. <laughs> it doesn't mean... Uh, it is suicide. And I agree with you. It's worse, than, it's worse than that, because the personal tax thresholds, right, at 12 and a half grand are frozen. You've got, give or take, 10% inflation. So it's worse. The poor are getting poorer, the low-paid are getting getting less well-off, mm. and the rich are getting rich. I mean, it's, also, it is political it also, suicide. Also, this is all being done in the name of growth, right, and stimulating the economy. What do you think? So, for example, I've got people in my family that are going to benefit from this cut. They aren't going to go and spend it in the economy. It's going to go in their savings account. It so it's pointless. Yes. Which will be all right with the interest rates. Um, Graham Brady, allegedly today, uh, already receiving letters of no confidence. Boris Johnson must be sitting wherever he sat, thinking... <laughs> I mean, honestly, really? Strong and stable, strong and stable. What are we going to be on now as well? So, Kwasi Kwarteng is apparently toast. That's what a Tory minister has been saying. Yeah. So that's going to be our fifth Chancellor of the Exchequer. Does that Sunak get the job? Do you know what? He's been fairly well, he's accurate not going, about he's stuff. Not, he's, not going, he's not going to the Conservative conference. Remember, he warned that it was fantasy economics. Mm. Michael Gove said, you're taking a holiday <laughs> from reality. <laughs> This, they, is, they, this, they, this is Narnia. We, we are in Narnia. Right, I, I, we could talk about this tonight. Final word, because I want to talk about... They could have else. got away with it if they'd cut taxes at the, at the lowest end, but they haven't, they haven't indicated cutting spending. They've come at you late. It, look, it's, it's, I don't know where it goes, Jeremy, but it's bad. I quite agree. Um, I saw something on television this morning. It ripped my head to bits. David Norris, the man, uh, one half of two violent criminals who killed Stephen Lawrence, uh, taking a selfie in his prison cell. Um, Xbox, gold watch, mobile phone. What is wrong with this country? What is the criminal justice system should be completely reformed? Why is he allowed to do that? He murdered somebody. It's truly sickening. It's appalling. I mean, how, how does it happen? We've no idea. How do they get this stuff into, into prisons? Is it corruption? Is it incompetence? But, you know, he, apparently he's up for parole in 2026, I think it is. Hopefully that gets completely scrapped. And, yeah, as you say, I mean, there's something fundamentally wrong with our justice system mm. when people like that 
uh, can can behave in the way that they have. Them. He's not allowed to have the phone, mm -hmm. but he's somehow got it now. They can be they can be smuggled Laughing in. Laughing at us, Kev. Well, yeah. Well, I we think of poor Doreen Lawrence, whose son was yeah. was murdered, and there is this guy taking selfies, sending it to his mates, saying, "I'll be out in two." Is what you say? Well, he, he should not be out in two. He even said he hasn't lost a, a wink of sleep or something mm. along those lines. I wouldn't let him out that. at all. Uh, uh, Amal Rajan researched for documentary Our BBC Newsreaders Too Posh. BBC research found that 70% of newsreaders across the BBC, ITV, Channel 4 and Sky News speak with posh, received pronunciation, the posh's accent, compared with 10% of the rest of the population. Let's have a look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the BBC News at six. This is BBC News with the latest headlines. Good evening and welcome to the BBC News at six. This is BBC News. These are the latest headlines in the UK and around the world. Good evening and welcome to the BBC News at six. And this is talk TV, me old uh, uh, <laughs> Really? Richard, have you got a job coaxing, uh, coaxing all these people? Come on. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. But the most ridiculous thing is that they've got enough time and money and resources to waste time what, the British on, on Ridiculous. No, no one cares. They I shouldn't think, be wasting their money I, I, on this I recently. think it's because people in this country are deferential to people with posh accents and they believe them. Look at the stuff that he comes out with and people believe him because he's got a posh accent. <laughs> because I'm right. got That's a posh accent. Are you joking? I'm, you're I'm, I'm, a, I'm working class. No, are you joking? <laughs> I'm working <laughs> class, this is, my, this is my telephone voice. Uh, your telephone is <laughs> a visual voice. <laughs> you mean you're afraid? But look. The BBC in particular should reflect the country that pays the yeah. license fee. It pays the license uh, fee. We, we should have Brummies on, we should have Geordies on. What right, mate, welcome corners. to the news. Well, right. I'd rather hear that than a load of poshies. It's true. Um, yeah. The BBC, listen, I bash the BBC every single day. I think you're quite right. Let's sum it up. They get their money without having to justify it with audience figures or anything at all. And frankly, at the end of the day, you're right. We're spending hundreds of thousands of pounds on doing research into apparently the fact that people shouldn't be so posh. Hang on, it costs next to nothing. But no, you've got, you got, you got to know who you're recruiting to therefore broaden it out. If you're getting too many of the wrong Try telling that's the RAS. It's yeah. massive value for money if you consider what you get from that's the great. BBC. Are you joking? Are you joking? Rubbish, man. You well, I want the choice. I mean, you know, I want BBC, to decide, British, I want to decide whether or not I wait. Do I sound bitter and twisted? <laughs> yeah. right. More from all of you later. I'm going to attempt to do this link as a BBC person. Coming up tonight, my friends, has the housing market become the latest victim of Trussonomics? And is the king above the law? What's wrong with me? As Scotland Yard steps up its investigation into the Cash for Honours scandal embroiling our new king, will the police question the monarch? We're coming right back in three. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, my friends. Now, with the Prime Minister and the Chancellor frankly missing in action and the UK economy on life support, the Bank of England have today stepped in to calm fears. But spare a thought for those trying to get a mortgage as the housing market becomes, frankly, the latest victim of trustonomics. Now, looking at this, right, interest rates could peak as high as 6% this time next year, and that will, in real terms, add hundreds of pounds to monthly mortgage repayment. Now, at the same time, nearly 400,000 households will be coming to the end of their fixed-rate mortgages. And if you're a first-time buyer trying to get on this property ladder, it's going to become virtually impossible to find a mortgage as a growing list of banks and building societies pull products from the market. Now, joining me now to try and make sense of what is frankly chaotic is estate agent Tobias Alexander-Rose and the Chief Operating Officer of the Institute of Economic Affairs, Andy Mayer, and Marina Perkis is still with us. 
I got here. Good evening, people. Marina is still here. Andy, I'll start with you. Um, you're from the uh, Institute of Economic Affairs, a right-wing think tank that presumably supports what can only be described as a political... Well, somebody said a political suicide. What the heck is going on, man? I don't understand it. In real terms, can I just make it very simple, right? You're letting people have more money off tax and you're not looking after the people who are struggling in a cost-of-living crisis, and I would probably be a small Conservative. Could you explain to me how you expect the British public to swallow that pill? Because I don't understand. So, f few errors there. The IA's free market, which includes views on the left and the right. Right. And but you support we, this we, government policy, right? Not the entirety of it, no. The first thing that happened with this government package was the energy price guarantee. Mm -hmm. And we immediately issued a strong note of concern that this was unfunded borrowing. But you support the tax cuts? So we support two things in the budget. One is cutting taxes, not necessarily all of the individual taxes and the way they've been done, but also the supply-side reforms, which, to be clear, is really important stuff, like reducing planning regulations that are stopping you young people getting the house. support the 45% tax cut? In terms of it being on its own, no. In terms of it being bringing the tax level back down to where Labour had it for the entirety of their time in office by the last year. It's not an unreasonable thing to do, but the timing of it seems to be misjudged. When you say it's not an unreasonable thing to do, and Marina will take a breath because she's 12 days from giving birth and I'm slightly worried about the whole thing. Um, do you imagine that, that what I would call normal working-class people, people who are struggling to put food on the table when they've paid all the bills, they're not on universal credit, they're not on benefits, they're jams, just about managing, right? Do you honestly imagine that they are going to look at this and think, this government gives a damn about us? Because I understand about let the money trickle down. But short-term, this... this this is the point, Andy, I don't think people get. People are really struggling and they don't think this government has got a clue. So, one thing the government could have done, which we thought they were going to do but they didn't, was cut VAT, which would have helped a lot more people. Another thing they could have done was reverse this freeze in allowances that Rishi Sunak brought in, which would then have helped everybody. The income tax cut does help most people, particularly those on lower incomes. The changes to national insurance, as in not raising them, that should help more people as well. So the distributional impact has been exaggerated by the one big mistake they made on the 45p rate. But across the board, they were trying to do that, and we would expect to see more of that in the November 23rd statement. If people get to November, Tobias, you're an estate agent. Just explain in real terms, I was saying it earlier, how difficult you've seen in that introduction all these mortgage companies that are pulling mortgages, buy-to-let gone, first-time buyers, almost impossible. How difficult is it now for people to get on that property ladder? The thing is, the thing, that, the thing that's unfortunate is that you've obviously got the stamp duty cuts, right? So that's, in, that's to incentivise more people to the market. But nobody can get mortgages. Right? And so what is going to make that difficult is that that's now going to filter down to the tenants. These, um, these varying mortgage rates are going to be passed on to the tenants from the landlords and make their lives difficult. So people that are trying to get onto the market are going to be faced with difficulties. They were given an advantage with the stamp duty cuts, but almost a double-edged sword with the, um, with the, uh, with the mortgage rates. All right? So it's now increasingly more difficult for locals to be able to purchase. I mean, we've seen how the pound is faring against the euro and the dollar. So this is going to incentivise overseas um, property buyers to come yeah. in. It's, it's not going to be fair for, the, for, for people that are, that are based here. Marina, when I, you know, we probably disagree politically in the past, but I, I'm so wound up about what seems to be badly thought... I, I find myself 22 days in thinking whether this lady is up to being the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. She's absolutely not. And what we've seen with Liz Truss is she is... Um... 
she is basically the puppet to puppet masters. And at the moment, she is, if you look at the people she's installing in her government who are ERG, who are all these people that are linked to, fun, you know, these think tanks like yours, and there have been, am I wrong, there have been question marks over your funding and the motivations behind your philosophies. This is who Liz Truss is now listening to. And this is, sadly, where we are ending up. When the, the are you a Institute... puppet master? So the people who fund us are free marketers. Well. I mean, people who support free market ideas are free market think tanks. Are there not links to fossil fuel industries There in are links between large corporations and think tanks across the spectrum. In fact, I used to fund think tanks, including left-wing think but, tanks, but when I was why, in the sector. Why might a fossil fuel fund the IEA? What's, so, what are they expecting in return? When I used to fund the IPPR, which is effectively the counterpoint to the IEA on the centre-left, what we I'm used not to talking do about this in time. I'm was talking about what you're doing now, the well, IAA, which looking, is the one that's yeah. got the massive I'm, I'm question sure, I'm mark I'm sure you don't want to talk about how think tanks actually work. No, because I banks. know there are some really good ones, and those are the ones that are, that are very clear and transparent about their funding. The IEA has been called opaque in its funding because of its links, and it's very suspicious. And the fact is, you are very much... But you just small... told me you know who funds us, and now you're saying we're opaque, but it's got to be there one or the other. There are links. Do you there think your links. advice from the IAA, or part of your advice, because you said there are only certain things you agree with, do you understand? the damage that that top-rate tax cut is going to make to people's lives. This government's success is going to be based on this. There are many people saying the Tories have blown it after 12 years and Labour is quietly marching to power. That's what we want to know. Rather than you saying, we didn't say that, we didn't say... A lot of you believe that these tax cuts, they are not helping the people who need it. That's my problem, Andy. Do you agree with me there? So I agree with you to the extent that the government has made a complete hash of the communication of what they're trying to do. So it doesn't harm people to cut taxes. So you agree with the substance? You think they didn't describe it very well? It doesn't harm people to cut taxes, Jeremy. It harms people if the government hasn't done enough to help people across the board. How would you have helped people across the board, then? Well, I, I think I mentioned two, two ways earlier. One would have been lifting the allowances, which have helped everybody, and the other would have been cutting VAT. Um, Tobias, what does... Sorry, very quickly, minute. Tobias, what does the estate agency business, the, the housing market, what does it need from this government? It, it, needs, it needs people looked after. You know, people, everything is increasing. Mortgage rates, the cost of living, rents. You know, you're going to find a lot of people that are having to shack up together, going, moving back home. They're not going to be able to afford their rents. They're you know? saying that house prices could drop by 10% in a year. This is something that's being speculated, you know? But I, I actually don't want to sit here every night and think, oh, my God, oh, my God. But, but it was hard enough during the summer talking about the cost of living crisis. This is getting worse, isn't it? It is getting worse. And if you look now at the amount of money that we're borrowing and the cost of borrowing, what it looks like, and we're going to hear about this in eight weeks because the government have been forced into revealing how they're going to fund all this borrowing, it's going to come from welfare cutbacks mm -hmm. and it's going to come from cuts to services like the NHS. NHS. Like, can you believe that is what we're going to be doing at this time when we should be investing? Yeah. And again, Andy, am I wrong? This is part of your philosophy, the IEA. It is all about small state. It's all about not putting money into the services, not putting money into welfare. So this is like your dream come true. So on, a health, on the health service, for example, mm -hmm. which is the main example, one of the biggest areas of public spending, the view of the free marketeers is not that you put less money into health, you just put, people put more of their own money into health. So there's a mixed service like you have across the whole of continental Europe, not the US system, think, which is far less equitable. Do you think this is the end of the Tory government? I don't know. I mean, it's very early days. It's clearly an enormous blow to their morale to have this number of crises impact them so soon into the new administration. But it is part of a two-year period, so who knows what it's going to be like in two years' time. I mean, uh, you can say one thing about her. 
I thought she might spend two years buttering up to the British electorate in an attempt to get uh, re-elected. I would think in 22 days she's managed to turn most people against her. I sit here thinking Boris Johnson didn't do such a bad job, did he? <laughs> she's laughing now. Well, Boris Johnson obviously didn't uh, lose his position as a result of the economic circumstances. He lost it as a result of the personal decisions he took during the pandemic. And that's an entirely different matter. But the big issue in the Tory leadership election was Rishi Sunak saying, I'm going to raise taxes, versus this trust saying, I'm going to cut them, and that's what she's done. That so, was a decision that was taken. You need the government to help for your yeah. industry, Marina. Absolutely. Do you think there's any way back for the Tories, just to finish quickly? I really don't think so. I really hope not. I think people are starting to see them for what they are, which is they're basically now a cabal. They have become more and more incompetent, and we are just left with this little cesspit of talentless people who are just protecting the interests of the 0.01% and people are seeing through it now. Something must be happening to me. I might be agreeing with you. Thank you all very much indeed. Andy, thank Tobias, Marina, thank you. And coming up next, after two men were arrested as part of a cash for honours scandal involving our new king, we ask, is he above the law? And has Strictly Come Dancing become a massive tick-boxing... But I can't say that. I tried all day. Tick-boxing exercise. It's very difficult, that. For the BBC, don't get excited. You might have a baby. I'll be debating if it has become so woke it's unwatchable. Next on Piers Morgan Uncensored. We're coming right back. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Uh, welcome back to Piers Morgan Uncensored. I'm Jeremy Carr. Now, as King Charles takes up his new role, new details are coming to light about his managerial style as Prince of Wales. Apparently, we read today, he's a tough boss with a proper temper and would phone staff at odd hours to perform tasks such as uh, sourcing an orchid that tickled his fancy. And, of course, we all saw his angry side over Pengate. Oh, God, I hate it. Oh, look, it's going everywhere. Hang on. It's so nobody got to Stinking. Happens every stinking time. Uh, but it gets worse. Uh, with two men being questioned under caution by officers investigating cash for honours allegations linked to King's Charles Charity, the Prince's Foundation, it's not looking great for the monarch in his first few weeks on the job. Joining me now to discuss this is talk TV legend Kevin O'Sullivan, uh, the Queen Elizabeth's former press secretary, good friend of mine, Dickie Arbiter, and Daily Mirror associate editor Kevin McGuire. Let's start with you, Dickie, if we can. I thought you would. You would say, so he's got a temper. George V had a temper. George VI had a temper. The Queen had a temper. Charles has got a temper. William's got a temper. They've all got a temper. But did any it's of them the ever take on, money in a plastic bag it's from Saudi Arabia? Jeans. But come on, the money. That, that, you, know, you know I'm a royalist, okay. but it isn't the, a good look for a, no, it's for a monarch it's... to accept in, but... in, in... You know, that story is relevant, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, 
But according to the charity commissioners, he did nothing wrong. They're all collecting money. All the charities are collecting money. Rattling tins in the street, they're collecting tens of thousands. It's cash. OK, he... Excuse me. And so he got a bag of money. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. You know these two people they've questioned, Dickie? Would one of them be Fawcett, do we think? The, 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 Probably. The, the former right-hand man. Is, is Fawcett... I mean, we don't know if that's true. That's an alleged comment, of course. But here's the thing that I find quite interesting. Fawcett and he were inseparable. Is, is Fawcett going to keep quiet out of loyalty or is he going to spill his guts, do you think? Because he's been thrown out royally. Well, he has been thrown out. He, he was forced to resign because he was involved in the in the cash for honours scandal. I mean, how he, how he got there in the first place, because he's not in a position to offer uh, honours. Only uh, the government can issue honours in certain quarters. On the other hand, the Queen is used to issue honours, which the King can now do. But it has to be on the recommendation of the sovereign. Do you think um, that? Uh, Kevin, that, that Charles's judgment has been called into into doubt because of Fawcett, because of you know money in bags, or do you think this is just the people who are anti the monarchy, the republican arm of the United Kingdom, will do <laughs> <Like Maguire>. anything? <laughs> <Yeah>. Maguire <laughs> will do anything to get rid of man. Bear in mind just how amazingly popular the monarchy is after the last couple of weeks. Well, well the Queen was. We'll see whether part of the monarchy died with her, and if he is as popular. But he was shaking the charity tin for the rich because he was living in some of the properties that were being done up with his cash. The money no, no, in no, the no, bag, no, no, the no, money no, in no, the no. bag was the Qatari. Uh, the, Saudi, the Saudi is alleged to have been offered help to get an honour and citizenship and other favours and had a forest named after him at the Castle of May in gratitude by Prince Charles. Look, this is not good, and it's why I think the whole hereditary principle and the uh, succession being immediate... This couldn't be investigated and scrutinised before he got the job. Anybody else go for a job in public life, this was hanging over you, these allegations are made, you would be put on hold, you would not be confirmed in your post until it was cleared up. And there he is, he's sitting tight now, he's got the top job, and the police are investigating his business dealings through that And they that did charity. say at the time Ke that he personally uh, had done nothing wrong. Ke Kev Mark too. is this... Is, I mean, you're a royalist like me. It... Is it bad judgment? Is it the Republicans stirring up a hornet's nest? How do you see it? I think that Prince Charles, uh, as he was then, uh, showed appalling judgment uh, a serial number of times. Uh, these sacks full of cash, as Dickie quite rightly says, not criminal, but a terrible, terrible look. The cash for honours, he should never have been involved in that. Uh, he's got himself into some serious scrapes and the police may well have to interview the monarch of this land. That is how bad. How does that work? That is bad. Yeah, however, but... however, I wish him well. Uh, I hope he can control his temper. Uh, and he needs... To... I don't like his ideas about a smaller monarchy. I don't like his ideas about a meagre little coronation. We want majesty from the royal family. We want the kind of spectacle we saw at the funeral. We want that for the coronation. So I'm not sure he has the right yeah, ideas, but... but I wish him well. But one of his staff was involved with Cash for Honours. He personally wasn't involved. Fawcett, if it was him was not in a position to offer honours. But then you to... have, Dickie, and I, you know on. I agree with you, but then, but then I'm bringing you back to my favourite subject. Boris Johnson had to go, but it was all the people in Downing Street. Why did he have to go then? Does the main man not have to take responsibility, I guess, is the yeah, question. The main man only takes responsibility if he knows that that is what right. his person is doing. Look, I worked for him for five years. I didn't tell him everything I was doing. I was told to get on with the job, and I got on with the job. If I needed to know something, then I would phone him. But cash for honours... That was a rogue employee. 
going off on his own, offering... Allegedly. Michael Fawcett, his right-hand man. Bad judgment to have him as his right-hand man, then. But interestingly, Michael Fawcett, Dickie, has had to resign three times. Now, there's the argument. If if Charles... And apparently, I don't know, you'd know more than me, apparently it was Camilla who said, you are going to ruin... Your, your coronation and everything that's going to happen unless you get rid of this bloke, because this is the third time. That, that, they're in, and we're both right, that isn't great judgment. First, the first two times he was fired. Um, oh, was he? he? He was fired within the household. He was doing... How the, did he get back, then? He, he got back because <clears> he was <throat> out of the household. He was running the charities. The man who knew yeah. too much, yeah? Yeah. yeah that's, you must I think admit, that's Dickie, that was bad judgement for, for Prince Charles what? to have this guy what, back in the fold. What, 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 what a family, though. What a family. You have Andrew, who pays £12 million to keep a sex case out of court. You've got Harry making all sorts of uh, accusations with his wife that they're, they're racist and pretty deplorable. And now... You've got Charles. Don't get me started you've on got her, though. Charles. Don't, don't, don't no, but get you, me now started you've got on her. Charles, thought, who, through his foundation, has a police investigation. I, I, I must say, when I read this, and Dickie knows this, the old man worked for the royal family 41 years. I'm a royalist. The, the, the last mm. thing the old man ever said to me was, bloody pen. He didn't mm. say that. He said, I fear that the monarchy will never be the same after the Queen. The mm. Queen transcended, I said this yep. the other day, she transcended, I think, almost every part of this country, religion, Colour, creed, background, social class, because she was this stoic, unbelievable... You, ne- you said, Dickie, very honestly, she had a temper. I never saw her no. in 70... Well, I wasn't been like no. I've never seen her on day three. Of course, it's a stupid pen. She was this amazing woman. She admitted, did she not, she made one mistake, the Aberfan thing in, in Wales. But, but actually, the monarchy has changed, hasn't it? We know more than we ever did before, don't we? Well, yes, I mean, th- this is... Charles' uh, predicament. I mean, he's had to live his whole life in the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, the royal family have had to adapt to the media. And funnily enough, I think the Queen was much better at adapting to this new media-controlled world than Prince Charles and King Charles now. There is this sort of aspect to King Charles that he's, he's like a, a figure from the past. You know, a, a very a regal character who snaps at his staff and gets annoyed with pens. You know, get, get that pen sorted out for me. Uh, something there's something anachronistic about him, and he's got to raise his game in that respect. But as I keep saying, I wish him well, and I do think he's a decent man. All of the problems he's got into with these sacks of cash, he was just trying to raise money for charity. Uh, but bad, cha- well, he was. Kevin. It was his he charity. Was. What do you what do you think he was doing? Taking it for himself? Re- re- renovate, renovate. He wasn't taking it for himself, was he? Renovating buildings. But he it wasn't taking it for himself. It wasn't for himself. It was for the princess. You know that as well as I do. Yeah. It wasn't for did himself. Did he renovate any buildings with that cash? No. Yes, he did. Well, that's why. That's why he's got a forest. The Saudi guy's got a forest named at the you're, castle. You're of making allegations that he is renovating no, buildings that he lived it, in. It, his it, buildings. It was. It's, if you're really posh and you've got a load of money and you can in tap a people up, you <laughs> can have foundations and you can say this building is in a, found, in a foundation. Most of us just buy our homes and we own them, and that. that Not anymore it. with the mortgage very, rates. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's rather true. You'll be can't protect- sell our houses. We can't buy a house. We but, can't rent anywhere. But I think Jeremy, you'll find that he's protected from all that. Why for, are you for so anti the monarchy? For instance, why are you so anti the monarchy? He's always been anti. He doesn't even pay inheritance tax. Hold on a second. 
Portuguese. When you saw the outpouring of grief, when you saw the British public do what they did, right? Yeah. Does I, that not make you think I, that the British public support the monarchy? Serious question. They supported the Queen, certainly, unquestionably, because Did you watch they, the funeral. They could. Uh, no, I didn't. I saw. I caught the end of it in St George's uh, Chapel. When but arrived, I thought the queue, the queue was impressive, and people wanted to pay. When he arrived, I'm Charles. And I'm a respectful when public, he arrived, Republican, when so he I wasn't going to kick off. When he arrived at Buckingham Palace, first time, there was applause for him. There was cheers for him. He went in on a walkabout. A woman pulled him forward to give him a kiss on the cheek. No protection officer pulled her away. The people enjoyed it. He stopped his car the following day he in did. the mouth. Yeah, the, did an impromptu walkabout. But the, but the people who went... He are hit the ground running. The, the yeah. people, the people who right, went are, are his supporters. It's like saying... Um, oh, no. You can't say You can't say A footballer will be praised in their own You cannot say, Kevin, the initial signs aren't that the public support King Charles, because they just do. They, and, he, and he's played a blinder ever since he took let's, over. Let's watch the scrutiny. Uh, involving the, the people, as you let's said, Dickie. Very interesting. Listen, look, any monarch nowadays, uh, I suspect you're right, the accountability and the scrutiny is far greater than the Queen. So I don't be. think anybody will ever follow the Queen. I they think it's, a, it's like trying to follow... This is a ridiculous analogy, forgive me. How Give do you follow Sir Alex Ferguson at Manchester United? It's just not possible, yeah. was it? I think the Queen transcended everything. And give Charles a chance. I think that's what we're saying. Agreed. Fantastic. Thank you, gentlemen. Right, next tonight is a question for you. Has Strictly Come Dancing become so woke it's unwatchable? I'll be debating that. Uh, Whether that show is all about inclusion and no more is it about entertainment. We're coming right back in three. Don't go anywhere. Uh, welcome back, my friends. So, Strictly Come Dancing was once the staple of Saturday Night TV with over 10 million people tuning in every week. But there are now claims that it's become a box-ticking exercise. I said it, and it's become so woke it's unwatchable. From having same-sex couples with absolutely zero chemistry to Paralympic champion Ellie Simmons, who has knocked down barriers her whole life. But how will the show's first contestant with dwarfism be able to perform dances like the tango and the waltz when a dance partner is twice the size? And look what they've done to Craig Revel Horwood. The judge famed for tearing celebrities to pieces for a single misstep has suddenly gone really soft. Watch this. Disappointing. Your upper body needs work, and you also... Well, all the steps were sort of there sometimes, but, um, <laughs> but they need to be danced with a little bit more ease, and I think that's what Shirley means, you know, with the breathing. But I think you did a really, really great job. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, God, he's gone beige as well, right? Joining me is former Strictly <laughs> professional dancer AJ Pritchard. Apparently, he's older than his brother Curtis, yeah. who dances the Irish version of the show. And talk TV legend Kev, who's obsessed with Strictly. Oh, I love Strictly. Right, let's start with an admission, <laughs> and I don't want anybody to think badly of me. I've never seen one. I feel badly. Why? Now, because it's an awesome show. It's so Did you win it. Core... No, no, he's a serial semi-finalist, yeah. to be fair. But it's a core programme for the British community. Everybody loves it, and it's across the world now. It's franchised over to 50 different countries now. It's so you amazing... were on the English one, right? Yes. And you weren't? I was on the Irish version, yeah. So that's not as good as the English one, is it? It's a smaller base watching it, so you could say that in viewing figures. Kev, yes. has it gone woke? Well, 
I used to have to watch uh, Strictly every week because in another life I was uh, a TV critic. You used so to have to watch No, you had to. I, I, that was my job. And you didn't have I a little bit every, of enjoyment I hated enjoyment every second of it. The point is, I respect the fact it was a great show that millions of people absolutely loved. And uh, the BBC have turned it into a sort of woke fest uh, with single-sex uh, couples. Uh, we've got Ellie now with dwarfism. They're very proud of that. Now, that's fine. BBC want to do that? Fine. See, I don't but know. But they should ask themselves... Is that what the audience want? Because in my day, when I used to have to watch it, the, sh the launch show would get 15 million. Uh, this launch show just now got uh, just over 6 million. See, it's, uh, so, it's so, not so, because... So, so the, uh, the audience seemed to be saying no. Here's the, uh, here's the question. Being well, here's the question, and, uh, and I will bash the BBC every single day of my life. Here's, here's what I'm going to say to you. What he's trying to say is this. Have they taken a programme that... that appealed to yeah. everybody across every social mm. barrier, right? And gone, oh, it's really important we don't upset them and we promote this and promote that. Are the BBC doing what the BBC are great at? In telling us all what we should think and what's right and what's wrong, rather than just letting us watch a programme. I think you, no, you right? hit the nail on the head. You said they're proud of it. They're proud to show the diversity. They're proud to be inclusive. And I think that's a really positive thing this it day is. and age. Yeah, but, because but like, if they didn't popular, do that, the at the end of the day, I think more we it's wouldn't fact be happy. The popularity has dropped because they're getting rid of the core pros. No, the they're not. They're, it's dropped. The, popularity has dropped because people are watching the, talk Yeah, but the core pros have man. gone and they had the biggest fan base. They well, became bigger than well, the may, celebrities Well, maybe there's also there. a problem with uh, the uh, recognition factor of the celebrities in this series. I mean, I haven't heard of hardly any of them, so there's a problem with that. I take your point about the pro dancers. We've lost a lot of the famous ones there. But Alison Pearson got it right. She said, you know, that she still sort of enjoys the show, but she dates back to when it wasn't like this. And she said that watching Strictly Now... Oh, somebody's... Oh, sorry, oh, I do apologise. That's really that's embarrassing. A... Always have your phone. <laughs> 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 that's... Yeah. Very professional. But the thing no, is, with Strictly, it's, it's a it wasn't Strictly answer. They've no. never asked me. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, 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 that's really really yeah. Spandex me, I don't think so. No, I think you would bring more of the viewers back, that's yeah, for sure. It's, sure. It's, it's a format that people know. We're British, we like and we know what we like. But like, Alison Pearson said in The Telegraph... Because they know what they're going to get. It's brilliant. Yeah, but this is different to what they used to get. And it's getting smaller audiences, much smaller audiences. Why? Alison Pearson, Alison Pearson in The Telegraph put it perfectly. She said, it's like being smashed over the head with a woke mallet. Uh, and the question is, I have no problem. Good luck to the same-sex couples. Really good luck to Ellie. Mm. And good luck to the BBC if that's what they want to do. But there's an old phrase, go woke and you go broke. It's the change of the dances. They, they need to keep the dances traditional. This is what they need to do. We love boring Latin dances. Strictly come yeah, dancing very proud boring of that in Britain. That's Waltz, what we stand Tango, for. Waltz, Tango, Foxtrot, Venus, Waltz, Quickstep, Char, Samba, Rumba, Paso, Jive. Wow. Traditional dance is what we love. Um, We've added in street dance, all of these <laughs> other things. And I think this is what the core audience don't like about it. Not because... that. It, this is like McDonald's, the show is. It's a perfect recipe. They don't need to change it. Yeah. They can change the it's burgers. A but they have but with, it, but honestly, right. with respect, that is exactly what he's saying. They, can they, have, they, have, taken, have, they have taken something that's worked yeah. as long as it's worked for. Are they now trying to it make it... It still continues no. to work. Politically it's correct. It's not, not working. Yeah, it's not, the, the viewing not, it's not audience, you can't say it. Is it? The no, audience no. is Everything is not working smaller. numerically. My Instagram is yeah, not working yeah, numerically. Yeah. When you put so much content out there, so many streaming services, so many different new TV shows, mm -hmm. you're going to spread it across other people. Like, it's not going to be exactly the same. At the end of the day, it's an audience that builds throughout the year. Yeah, when it gets yeah, to Blackpool, when it gets to the final, you're going to have that audience who come back around. The winter's coming in. It's setting in. You never get an awesome, like... 
ratings straight away. These shows build because you find people that you mm. start to enjoy. You don't know some of the people on there. You've quite clearly said that. Mm. But people want to know people, want to intrigue. They what enjoy makes them the process. It'd be nice if they knew them in the first place. It is supposed to be a celebrity dance. I agree with you there on one point. But definitely, you don't know everybody. We all come from different backgrounds. We have different interests. We watch different TV shows. So why not bring it but all at, together but, but and make what about it the other point? at the end? What about the, the, the other point? The point is, we'll go around in circles. The point is... Why take a product that works? Mm. Why take a product that appeals across the board and try and tick all the boxes yeah. that nowadays every single damn TV station yeah. and channel seem to do to make things appeal to and everybody it, 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 and end up dance. missing the point, end up missing what you achieved at the first point, which is appealing. The great thing about this show... Dance, whether you're male, female, 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 however you dance together, if it's man, man, woman, woman, or whatever it is, dance is dance, it's a follower and a leader. It doesn't so much so, matter about that. So, so let, me get, let me get back to the beginning, because yes. I know where you... You're on that celebrity SAS thing. Yes. I've watched that. You got sent home. Yes. So how's, how's career going? Any more acting? <laughs> Kurt loves the acting. You know Maybe what? Not so much from me. I actually love the acting from her. I know I had a little bit of a bad experience on Hollyoaks and stuff, but I fell in love with it and I've continued <laughs> doing it. Oh, you, you're <laughs> off on one side. BBC. Hello? It is. Yeah. You should the say Hollyoaks yes. director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. I'll be back again. I have <laughs> to say, have we got that clip? I, I mean, I love these boys. This, this is... Trish. If you are at home dreaming of making it on television in an acting capacity, uh. please watch this closely and never follow it. Watch. <laughs> if we're going down... There you are. What are you doing? Trish's little black book. Everything we need to start on dance school. She's finished. How did you get it? Moves. Kev, yeah. critique it now. Don't say a word, boys. <laughs> no, please, don't, don't please, 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 please Kev, take it away. He's uh, uh, <laughs> uh, gobsmacked. We're taking it at the words. Take out of his taking mouth. acting to a new <laughs> low. Let, let's go back to ratings. GCSE that drama. Hold on, hold on. Defence here. A hundred million times yeah. of Kurt as in India. Like it went viral. Yeah, it went viral. They've never had so much. But not in a good way. I didn't say that. Any press is good press. What do you? What did you make of your acting ability? Do you imagine the Hollywood film beckons after SAS? Did you win SAS? Well, you're going to have to watch SAS, aren't He you? said something that's quite interesting. My brother is a serial semi-finalist. Oh! But the one thing, coming back to Strictly, that I do have to say, yep. the viewing audience, they're going to vote for who they want to stay yep. in. At the end of the day, we'll see who they want to win, and that's really I'll tell important. You who's gonna win. I'll tell you who's going to Ellie, she will win. I think... Uh, that... And the audience will not be as big as previous. I think it's very that's interesting. That's the problem. I'm only here because We Piers can come Mor back and do that then. Oh, get the the I'm I'm wrong. Uh, excuse me. I'm only here because Piers Morgan's playing golf, right, yeah. for two days at the uh, Dunhill Links. Can you imagine Morgan? On, on, on Strictly. Can you imagine him in spandex and, and a fake tan? What do you reckon? Uh, I want Piers on there. I want Jeremy on there. I, I just hate the idea of that, yeah. Why? I think he'd be so, a good listener just, and follower. It, it, it would come back to haunt me in all my nightmares. Would you want what him to be you? part well, of Are you going to do it? Giovanni? Well, that was them on the phone. Right? I wouldn't do that, but I'm thinking, would you be in a same-sex dance with Giovanni? Because I have to say something, he looks as uncomfortable as anything, Giovanni. There's not a lot of chemistry there, is there? Not in that really. scenario, I don't think they'd put two pros together. I think they'd win the show. It's kind of the scenario that I'd be put in. Who's the best pro ever to have danced on Strictly Come Dancing? I'm, I'm going to have to say, on Strictly, it was possibly you, AJ. Oh! I will back you up. I'll take there that, Kurt. All I'm going to say is, and you did go on there and you got the most followers, the most, the most mm -hmm. talked about, the most fame instantly from it. Do you want so to talk about I how this has impacted on your life, yeah. the fact that your brother seems to beat you at everything? <laughs>
It's a touchy subject. Therapy. Right? I, like, I, like, I like it. it. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we should cut to the chase. My wife and I were watching the SAS and I went, oh, bless him, he's been sent home. To be fair, I, um, I do uh, people please a lot and I like to help a lot of people. So um, I think I shot myself in my foot in the SAS. I thought you were very, very nice. People. I thought you yeah. looked really smug, by the way, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. When your brother went, are you really upset? Well, you know, not really. No, I was, <laughs> I was upset. They, they edited the part when I was crying and saying right, goodbye. Listen, I am not going to waltz out of here because I can't dance. And absolutely. <laughs> Absolute pleasure, Kev. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. The, and 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 the Pritchard brothers, the gold medalist and the also ran. I'm only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I take the gold medal. It's okay. I'm, it's all, I'm good luck with everything. Thank you so much indeed. By the way, so just to repeat, uh, only here because Piers Morgan's playing golf. Back to. Oh, that's not funny. Apparently, he played five holes this morning and fell down through them. Uh, that's it from me. Whatever you're up to, make sure it's uncensored. Have a great night. We're back here tomorrow night from eight. Ta-ra!